Thanks for listening to the Roman Circus Podcast. It's a podcast, and we talk about things, and it comes to you once every four months. I'm Matt Baker, and with me, as always, is a man who, quite frankly, listen, if you don't know by now that you should listen to everything this man says, and you should you should not only listen to it, but you should take it and you should spread it around like it's like it's the truth of the thing that you're talking about. If you don't do that, you're missing out because everything he talks about is completely correct. This man is Zach Mabry. Zach, how are you, my friend? You know, I'm keeping it humble, keeping it cool. Um, you know, I mean, I, I, you know, I'm not going to dispute anything you said. I was right again, but, um, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so before we obviously get into the reason, or don't you tell them about the how to find us on Twitter and the stuff? Reason we're, we're, getting, we're so rusty. No, no, no. That's what like I was gonna months. say. I was gonna say before oh, okay. we get into the reason we're we've gathered here today. Uh, if you want to email us, you can find email us at uh, ro, uh, podcast at romancircusblog.com. dot com. That's right. You Website can find where it. our blog is. You can find the blog. A lot of hits today. Uh, yeah. You can find us on Twitter at Roman Circus Pod. I'm at Hey, it's Matt Baker. Zach is at Zach Mabry, Z A C Mabry. We are on Patreon, patreon.com right. slash Roman Circus Pod. You can find our podcast wherever you find podcasts. And if you listen on Apple, you can rate and review our podcast. We podcast last on April 9th. And uh, it was right after DMX and Prince Philip died. And after those two titans of industry died, we decided that it was important to take a little break, Mm -hmm. figure things out. Um, And we did. We we took a little break. We figured some things out. Uh, It was also... (laughs) It it also, It was also easy to take a little break because nothing happened in the Catholic world. Nothing at all. No, the Catholic nothing, world yeah. was completely silent. Put it on pause. Nothing. Ha- it was very nice. They gave us a little spring slash summer pause. We, Zach and I saw each other in Wa- Washington, D.C. In That's late true. We had, I didn't realize until you pointed out, we hadn't seen each other in, in like IRL in quite some time. Yeah, it had been over two years that we had seen each other in real life. More than two years, actually. Yeah, well, I said over two years. Yeah, I know. But, and I'm saying years. it's more than. Right, more than two years, and also over two years. Um, so over is about play- oh, gosh. Over the way you treat our the way you treat our language. If you put a calendar on the ground and you make a vertical calendar, mm-hmm. it in a vertical calendar it is over two years. Because you'll get to the two-year mark, and then we'll be the mark where we see each other will be over that two-year mark, hmm. right? Hmm. We saw we saw each other in 2019 when we went to Dirk Nowitzki's final game in Dallas. 
That was, was so nice. It was so nice. It was such a wonderful time. Um, and we saw each other in May, where we also saw friend of the show, Kristen Anderson and her husband, Chris. And Yes, special guests. Friends of the show, the Helmics. And yes, all four Helmics. Friend, right. And friend of the, the Helmics show, community. Friend of the show and guest, uh, Michaela. Yes, we saw, that's right. We saw like the whole, like, we should have had like an alumni party for people who've been on the pod. We, yeah, <laughs> that is that's true. Uh, uh, Stephanie Slade, friend of the show, guest of the show. Yeah, we went back to, we got to see the Capitol again. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't go inside this time, but yeah. uh, we're not allowed to anymore. Mm-hmm. But we we did get to see the outside of it and it was storming, which was kind of metaphorical. Yeah, it was, right, it was, we, we went out one night to get ice cream, uh, and we noticed that the skies were kind of... What's that ice cream place called? Isn't it like... Jenny, Jenny's Ice Cream. Oh, okay, no. It's not one of the puns, because you have like... Okay, Washington, D.C. people are like insufferable, and so <laughs> you have... There's literally a pizza... No, listen to this. You'll, there's a pizza place called We the Pizza. Yeah, terrible. Hate it. Yeah. Like... Can you guys okay. can you guys be any more insufferable? So I we know. went out we went out one night to get the uh, Nancy Pelosi ice cream of choice, Jenny's, and it was getting yes. dark. It was getting dark. Which is out. good ice cream. Like again, I mean, she like you can complain about her, but I think I mean she was right about the ice cream. It was so good that uh, the 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 there was cloud dark clouds dark ominous clouds right and there was a giant line for jenny's at like what was it like nine at night i mean it was like storming nine at night this place is hopping we we realized that we were not going to we weren't going to make it zach so we had to we had to run back you and Kristen ran back to the house chris and i ran to a grocery store to procure quarts of jenny's ice cream we weren't leaving without the ice cream um right it was storming we had a love we had we were uh it was storming in dc it was yeah storming at the capitol there was some storm storming for anybody that's like tagging us and searching this not storming the cap storming at the capitol zach zach and i were zach and i were in dc and there was storming at the capitol i mean there's not there's it's the only way to I, put just, it. I've heard, so I've heard that like Google and stuff, they've got like crawlers now that they, mm-hmm. they like do their own generated transcripts of podcasts. Yeah. And so we're, we're toast because, you know, so we got to be, it was a thunder lightning. It was yeah. thunder lightning. Yeah. Thunder. Something like that. Thun, the thunder plus lightning equals storm. Uh, you got to quit saying storm and capital in the same sentence. Yeah, that's true. I'm not going to be able to go through TSA. It might hurt your pursuit of a blue check mark. Um, Did I tell you about how I was worried because I was in DC like the day after the January 6th stuff? Yeah, and and then I had to renew my global entry, and it was like if you're under investigation, it won't work. Yeah, it did work, so I was like, oh, good. So like, we're good. I literally have no idea what a global entry is. It's like TSA pre-check. But you also get to go through customs coming back into the to the US and A from wow. other countries. Incredible. And There's so much I don't 
understand. There's so much I don't understand in this. Yeah, thing. I know. Um, so, so yeah, that's it. That's kind of what happened. We, we did record half of one episode about a month ago and it didn't work out and it, we just decided that it wasn't meant to be. Yeah. I was in this like makeshift office at the, at my family's lake house, at Ooh, a family fancy. Lake house and um, fancy. the internet was not good. Mm. And so mid mid pod, it died. And then it was just no real way to salvage. Mm -hmm. You know, hated to see it. Hated, hated to hear it. But we're back. You know, there's only really one thing that could awake us from our slumber. There's really only one thing that could that could generate enough electricity to to power up the old microphone, Zach. And who is it? There's really only one thing. That can there's only really there's really only one thing that can remind everyone that we are right about everything. And what is that thing, Zach? Well, you don't want me to say it. Say it right. Hey, you do what you got to do. So, uh, well, we we need the sound effect. Um. So okay. I'll, I'll try and find that. <laughs> we uh. We called this emergency episode because mm-hmm. yesterday, uh, via Instagram, mm-hmm. um, singer songwriter and one time actress Britney Spears <laughs> announced to the world that she's Catholic now. She? she said, "So just got back from Mass. I'm Catholic now. Let us pray." Which, if you if, in Latin, that would be Oremus. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, I wasn't surprised. The first person that told me about it actually was a friend of the pod, former guest, Caitlin T. with Tolkien. Mm -hmm. And she texted me and I was like, see, I knew this was coming. Um, You're like, yeah, duh. Doy. So very exciting. Yeah. Things have gotten a little too toxic out there, would you say? Oh, I would. Yeah, it was it was like a really exciting moment as far as like any sort of news with the word Catholic in it. This was by far like like after, I don't know, a year, it mm-hmm. was like finally good. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was very exciting. Um, so I, you know, I took a screenshot and I posted it to the Twitter. And it was like everybody on Catholic Twitter kind of came out of the woodworks to be excited all the free Britney people were, you know, everybody was like, I mean, so Britney Spears's Instagram has, there's whole podcast that they just analyzed her Instagram posts. It's um, right. We've talked about that before. I think like the, when, when uh, you were leading, when you were one of the founding fathers of the free Britney movement over two and a half years ago on this podcast uh, and, and, uh, you you pointed out that people would like look at their her Instagram posts and be like, oh well, she's wearing this, so this must mean this, or she has this, this must mean this, or the way she wrote this, this must mean this. Yes, mm-hmm. and I mean it's kind of fun. Sure, the way they would do that. Yeah, um, someone's got to do it, I guess. Right, but you know, um, so but as a result, like people watch her Instagram closely, and it's always been the weird thing like people maybe don't have uh know all the history here like 
obviously up until very recently, she wasn't allowed to have access to the internet um, or like her own phone. Like it's mm-hmm. stuff she's able to have super filtered and whatnot. Right. Um, Which is cool so because like when she, when she started making millions of dollars, she really, the internet was so new and she didn't have a phone. So like when she was young and making millions of dollars, she didn't really have internet access or a phone. Uh, and now she's, 40 and she still doesn't have internet access or a phone so you know yeah pretty much i mean and there's like stories i don't know how true they are but i mean there's like that even just in 20 2006 when she was getting divorced from kevin Federline, um Mm -hmm. paris hilton like showed her how to google things and this was in like 2006 2007 so i mean she's not been somebody that's like she's not an online person she's not a product of that That, that she was discovered seeing it like malls and stuff Right around the time that Paris Hilton invented the selfie, right? Yeah, well, they invented it together. Right, yeah. So, perfect. Perfect. Uh, so, so, okay. anyway, but so every anything that was ever posted on Twitter or most places was always, you know, done by like a professional media company. Um, Her handlers. Yeah, like it wasn't like you get certain, like Nicki Minaj posts her own stuff. Yeah. Um, didn't Charlie Sheen used to post, or am I yeah. mixing? Like, you know, R.I.P. Donald J. Trump used to post his own stuff too. Yeah, yeah. So she's more of a Biden in the sense that she's not going on the Twitter. <laughs> right. Um. So anyway, that was kind of how it worked. Well, then at some point a couple of years back, like her Instagram started being instead of just like professional things promoting like her merchandise and albums and shows and stuff. It would have these like really weird quotes or like strange cropped image. Like it, it was clear that she must have had some. They were like actually letting her have input on her Instagram kind of thing. Pretty bad move if you're trying to control. If you're trying to control someone's life from every angle, giving them any any freedom whatsoever is that's a pretty bad move. That's like controlling 101. Don't let them have any freedom. Yeah. Well, and so then, I mean, basically, because you kind of give them an in and then they they do their thing. Like, so what happened way back in 2019, which is when we first started talking about it, was just that her Instagram went dark and like nobody had said there hadn't been anything posted. Mm -hmm. And then there was this really weird post about her dad was sick and she's distraught by that and she wants to take care of him or, or whatever. Um, and all, you know, the people that analyze all her posts are like, well, this isn't how she posts and there's no emojis and all these different things. Um, and that was the beginning of people wondering. And then at some point people in the comments of either an Instagram or TikTok, I don't remember, were like, Brittany, if you're, you know, in danger or if you're being held against your will or something, wear yellow in your next video. And then she wore yellow in her next, you know, like five videos or amazing. Right. Um, there's also funny things that go on there, like on Instagram and stuff. She'll do videos and it's always like she goes on and she's going to answer all the questions people are asking her. And it's always like one of the questions people have been asking me is what is my favorite uh, flavor of Mountain Dew? And I like Code Red. Like there's never it's not nice. questions it's like no one's asking you this. Nice. And it, but it's funny, I guess. Code Red. It's Code Red. I mean, I made that one up. I don't think that was a real one, but I'm just. It, it was always funny because well, people were, right? Like people yeah. would be asking her things. Hmm. Um, but in her little Q&As that she would do, it was always like, 
yeah like one was like do you like baked potato chips or like the real deal potato chips mm-hmm. and i was like no one's asking you this yeah um so anyway the instagram is kind of where things start to unwind and actually the first clue and i, I don't remember if we talked about this in 2019 of the free britney stuff that it was not just totally a conspiracy was actually that her mom then um was liking comments about free britney stuff mm-hmm. and that was like the first indicator from anybody but that like really kind of set off people to actually start digging and going so you know and it's been interesting so like to kind of catch up obviously for the last 13 years she's been under a conservatorship which means kind of legally speaking she's not a person she has people assigned to be in charge of her personal care is one the conservative person and then her money estate that kind of stuff the conservator of the estate um she's been under this for 13 years um like for a while people thought maybe she needed it at the beginning but like as more time goes on it's like do you really get all your stuff rights and stuff taken away like just for shaving your head and doing the bad performance like well yeah but also the it the conservatorship is like is she she's not stable enough to do any of these day-to-day things but she's very stable enough to have a residency in vegas yeah like like that's the that's what they're proposing with all of this right is that you know you can somehow do you know all of that and so she can't brush her teeth but man can she dance i mean basically that's kind of how it all um and so it, it's strange and like looking it's supposed to be a last resort type thing um and it just doesn't seem like you were at last resort level things i mean up until a couple weeks before all this she was like still doing music videos and they'd be like oh she would show up late and her she'd like wipe her greasy hands on the cost of the outfits and it's like again i just don't know guys that that's um that she would that's show up the late of the that's world one of the, that's one of the things they would say I know. I'm like, imagine if they locked everybody up who shows up late. I'd be, be game over. Yeah, we, I'd be concerned. We were, I I sent you the link to start this podcast at six o'clock this morning, and it's three in the afternoon. <laughs> and here just we kidding. are. Just kidding, guys. Just kidding. Anyway, um, just kidding. So, okay, so that's it. Where where was the, when did you really pick up on this? What was your first? I mean, so uh, mine was the there was this this phone call, this like whistleblower person that were like a paralegal or something like a mm-hmm. secretary um, called one of the Britney podcasts. And I hadn't heard of the podcast itself before this, but basically left a voicemail saying like, she's being held against her will at this, at this rehab facility. And it's crazy. And I was like, I just don't know why anybody would make this up slash. It just makes sense. Like things start to make sense with that. Mm-hmm. I see it on Twitter, and so I listened to that podcast, um, and I was like, I don't know, it kind of makes. And then everyone starts freaking out. And then I don't know if you remember, they made her like do a video saying she was okay, and she looked like dead. Yeah. Like, it was like if this was supposed to make like this, we did the opposite of what. <laughs> like she does yeah, a video I... saying she's fine and not to worry, and I'm like, well, this is a hostage. At the time, I described it as a hostage. I know. Video. I know every time I've watched a movie ever, Zach, they, whenever someone's in trouble, they always make them do the, I'm totally okay. Don't actually worry about me thing. I mean, basically. Right. And so I, yeah, I, I was pretty 
clear that it was messed up. And then you just kind of start to think about it. Like, why would this person after this much time still not have any of these rights? And then since then, there's been a lot of coverage. Like one of the main sources for all this is, has been the failing New York times. Um, they have done some, they kind of did articles going back to 2016 and they did this documentary framing Britney Spears, Mm -hmm. um, which did a good job kind of showing how, like when the conservative people took over, they were like immediately made her go on this diet. So she'd lose weight and they like had her hair back. Like they made sure that she looked really good and everyone else kind of saw that and was like, Oh, see, like this is good for her. Yeah. And it it was interesting how they kind of used her looks sort of against her. Look good, feel good, Zach. Yeah. And I mean, I've always said like, typically like that's true. Like you should try to look the best you can look. Mm -hmm. Like that's going to be the happiest that you are. Um, but it, uh, I don't know, like you kind of, the story starts to unfold of like, well, this is so crazy. And like, how does this all make sense? And people used to go like a lot of people used to go see her in Vegas, but like, there are these anecdotal, anecdotal stories about, you know, she'd want to get flowers, but her allowance had run out and like, so employees at the hotel would feel bad for her and they'd go to like CVS and buy her carnations or whatever and really they get fired from the hotel for messing with the arrangement wow. oh yeah wow as a as a former employee myself zach as someone who's been employed and also employed at a hotel that just seems like That's i don't right. know you know I, this business well i i know the ins and i know the outs and the in-betweens uh yeah that would be interesting to see like you Cause you know, when you, it obviously people come to the hotel and, um, uh, they have, they have their things they want or they make requests and you try and honor them as best you can. Uh, and I know that, I don't know. I it just, we, I would, I have done runs obviously for guests to get things for them and they want something and you, I, it just would be weird to have a guest request something and then go get that for them. Or I guess Brittany didn't request it as much as just made a comment, but still like you, you, there are times that you would do things for guests that, Oh, they made a comment about this. They didn't necessarily ask for it, but let's go get them this. They might enjoy it. And then to do that and then have like this shadow team swarm in and get you fired from your $10 an hour job seems pretty rough. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing is just totally insane. Mm-hmm. And so, and then I think that's just become more light and more people have kind of caught on to it. And, you know, obviously, so then it all kind of comes to a head. Nobody ever really heard what Brittany thought of it. And that was always in the back of people's mind is like, you know, there's some chance that maybe she she's fine with it. it. Yeah. Well, that was what they always said is that it's voluntary and she, she likes this because it keeps her safe from like the paparazzi or something (laughs) sure um but so then she testified in june um and the audio of that was broadcast and so then people got to hear from her like specifically how Mm. you know terrible this has been um and so since then i feel like everybody i mean there's a couple people that try to be super contrarian like um ben shapiro and like those types but basically everybody is kind of on her side so all right so let's talk 
So Lynn Spears is a good one. And then mm-hmm. none of them are good at the okay. end of the day. Okay. Lynn, like if you were to do the family, you'd say Lynn is the perhaps the least bad. Okay. So wait, there's a, let's go through the names. There's kind of a, Jam- kind of a Jam- Jamie Spears is the dad. Lynn Spears is the mom and Jamie Lynn Spears is the sister. Yeah. And so the reason for this is Beautiful. that at the time, so at the time that Jamie Lynn was conceived, oh boy. Uh, Jamie had already had a vasectomy. And Ooh, so the really assumption got, was got played there. Yeah. Now it turns out um, either it hadn't, either it hadn't been long enough or vasectomies aren't like, I guess they're not foolproof. And so I guess a paternity <laughs> test or some, somehow they did determine it was his kid. But then I guess because of all the mystery around it, they they combined their names, Jamie and Lynn uh, to be Jamie Lynn. Gotta find that. Gotta find that Maury Povich episode where they reveal. They are like, the, I mean, this family. And so then, so the worst one, of course, is Jamie. He's the one that's been trafficking Brittany and abusing her for you know thirteen years. Right. Um, Father spending all of her money, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and then after him, it's the sister Jamie Lynn. And people, when Brittany would be like, "My whole family didn't do anything for me. I want to sue my whole family. My nobody in my family." Like people always mentally just would like, like, "No, not her sister. She's Zoe One Hundred One." Yeah. And it's like, first of all, she ruined that show. Like people have pointed out, she fumbled the bag getting pregnant at 15, ruined Zoe 101. Um, right. She got pregnant at 15, which happens, you know, it's not, people have gotten pregnant at 15. Uh, we, we certainly don't endorse that on our show. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not necessarily criticizing that part of it, but. Um, so she was, okay. She was Zoe 101. I'm kind of missed. This was not. Yeah. I, I never saw the show. Okay. I have heard I have heard the stories that people behind the scenes didn't like her and that she wasn't very nice. Okay. Um, but you know, I I say above all that. Anyway, her <laughs> sisters like never commented on anything ever, and then people kind of thought, like when people started freaking out about it, her sister would be like, you know, I'm not gonna I'm over the drama, or like let's just drop it, or I'm ready for this to be over. Yeah. It's like, this is your sister's life. And then she did this Instagram story to try to be like, oh, I'm, you know, I don't know what it was supposed to do. But also she was like, this has no, this doesn't impact me at all. What's happening to Brittany? It doesn't matter to me. If she wants to go to the Amazon and have a million babies or something or in the conservatorship, it was really weird, her mm-hmm. comment. And then she like wiped away this like fake tear. And it, but it was just kind of like, okay, your sister's being like imprisoned. And you go on and defend yourself. And then, right. like, the you know, a month later, there's another hearing. And in the hearing, they decide that Brittany can finally hire an attorney, which was, you know, she hasn't been able to have to pick an attorney since all this started in 2008. And everyone's kind of celebrating that because it's like, well, this is great news. And then Jamie Lynn's, like, on Instagram being, like, ready for this to be over. And so, I mean, it's obvious she doesn't have her <laughs> sister's back and, like, isn't supporting her and is basically just been living off her all this time and, you know, just doesn't care. Right. Um, so, so I would say the worst in this, this year's family is Jamie and then Jamie Lynn. Oh, wow. Um, and then her brother, uh, you know, Brian, did this interview talking about the 
it was just really weird. He did this interview talking about Britney, and he I was talking about how she's had like, no she idea understand. there was a fella named Brian Spears out here. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Continue. He like talks about how Britney doesn't understand that this is a family business, mm-hmm. and it's like family business. What are you talking about? Like no one's ever bought a Brian Spears album. Like right, she's the business. It's because of her that Zoe One Hundred One happened, and. I already stated that I didn't know what a Brian Spears was. So, yeah. And I mean, I he's not like, fame, but like, I mean, the stories about him are like, he's, you know, behind on child support and blah, blah, blah. He's exactly what you'd expect from this family other than Brittany, basically. And mm-hmm. so, um, all of them, and you can find there's receipts on all this because it all had to be disclosed at the court. Like, all of them had like made up jobs working for her. And like, I would, okay, if I was making millions and millions of dollars, all the people closest to me would have like made up jobs and a salary so they could hang out with me. I wouldn't want them at work. Wow, like I'd want, you, you know, thank you. Yeah. Like I'm making tens of millions. Like I'm going to find a job for Matt so that you're not like busy at work. You can hang out. We can hang out and chill. That's so um, nice of you. Yeah. And it also keeps you from like selling interviews about me if times get tough. Oh yeah. Um, too. Anyway, he, he does this really weird interview <laughs> and talks about she's such a terrible driver, which was annoying because she was in court, like asking to please be allowed to have her driver's license back and stuff. Yeah, and it was very like just sort of dismissive of it. Mm-hmm. But he kind of comes off as like an idiot. So I don't know to the extent like the stuff that he said was pretty like it's like, bro, this is your sister's life. Like when he's mm-hmm. talking about, you know, oh, she's always opposed it and. But it was always in the sense of like, you know, she doesn't know, like, you know, women be crazy. She wants to, you know, have a phone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. And then, so that's the, so yeah, we've got the worst Jamie and then Jamie Lynn and then Brian. And then Lynn is this one that like, I don't know. It's like, she's like a battered spouse or something. Like she's been married and divorced to her the dad. Like, I think they've only actually been married and divorced the one time, but they, they filed for divorce multiple times and they reconcile. And I think mm-hmm. she means well. She's probably just doesn't know a lot and know what to do, kind of thing. Like I don't know that they teach you how to handle like you know your kids being super world famous. Like oh, I, I'm sympathetic yeah, gotta, to her. Yeah, no, that's there's there's no handbook. There's no uh, idiot's guide to how to handle your daughter becoming the most famous person in the world type thing. Yeah. And I mean, people don't, I don't know that people have, I don't know that people just don't have an appreciation for this, but like people don't get as famous as a famous, as a famous person yourself. Right. Yeah. As (laughs) as speaking from experience, you know, we're, we're just people, but no, like, um, people like fame, people just aren't as famous as famous people used to be. Like, the you, you walk through a store and like every magazine has the same person's face on it and it wasn't just britney but it was just like fame was different especially like immediately after 9 11 mm-hmm. and for a while it's not like that anymore mm-hmm. and i don't know why that is um you would think with like social media and everything that people are more exposed but it's like in a sense fame is sort of democratized in a way it's like inevitable Everybody has 15 minutes of fame because of the internet. And so there's just not anybody where like, like who, if you think of like mega famous people, like what's Justin Bieber's wife's name? Like, I have no idea. She's a Baldwin. Is she? Yeah. 
Okay, well, see, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like everybody knew about Kevin Federline, and like everybody knew about all these things back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think it's people aren't as famous, or do you think we're old now, Zach? No, I mean, I think genuinely because it's not just we're old. Like old people knew, like parents and grandparents knew like oh did britney get her breast done or is britney a virgin like she says or not like people oh yeah there was a lot of that. everybody knew and like there's not anybody now that that's the case like super famous people like taylor swift even i mean like people probably know that she's like re-recording her songs if mm-hmm. they're not even if they're not super fans but like what else do they know about her simone biles we all know about that i mean honestly Honestly, Simone Biles this past two weeks is probably the closest thing to like early 2000s fame that anybody's had where like everybody knows their business and has yeah. a, like a theory about them. They're like, and, like, they're like Simone Biles is having mental health issues. They're like, well, we better jam 18 cameras in her face and keep asking her questions about it. I, it's like, I know this is a tangent, but that was the weirdest thing. Like they come out yeah. and they're like, Simone Biles is losing her place in the air she's got like she's beginning um, the twisties the twisties yeah and it's like okay that's like a serious like when your sport is gymnastics like, yeah she could literally crack her neck right and so what i was pointing out is her deciding not to compete i was like this was a sports thing made for sports reasons like it was a sports decision mm-hmm. um and then people are i mean it's of course it's all these like ngos and stuff but they're like it's okay to not be okay it's like yeah. because she doesn't have seasonal effectiveness. Well, the, so what, hap- what happened with that, her. Zach, I think was, is that there was so much media coverage that was going to be committed to Simone Biles after she won all the gold medals that when it didn't happen, they already had like their schedule plotted out. So they had to make like a huge, they had to make like a huge, they, it had to, it, it was going to go from, Simone Biles, American hero, five gold medal winner to Simone Biles, American hero. She sat out the Olympics, right? So like, yeah, you know what I mean? So it, the coverage is already always going to go to her. And I, I agree. I think she sat out obviously for legitimate reasons, like a sports decision by sports person doing sports things where she could have died or got like severely injured. But then like it, I don't know. It just seems like all the, the, it, this is allocated to the Simone Biles budget. If we don't use it now, we won't get it when the budget is reconstructed for next year. So we have to use it. That's yeah. Just I mean, opinion. that, that makes sense. And I mean, she was obviously, I mean, the most, I mean, she is the most famous Olympian. I mean, I guess, honestly, she's like the most famous sort of person, right? Yeah, I mean, and she because she's like incredible, like obviously incredible, and there were she has what four four moves named after her because she was like the only one that can do it or has ever done it or something. Yeah, honestly, we totally missed the boat on not doing like an Olympics episode. Mm-hmm. Um, because I yeah, like after we can all do that, a, I had a lot we can do an Olympic recap. Olympic, yeah, it's not over yet. We'll do that. It's Next not over, guys. and you know the Olympics if they can just always live in your heart. True true so yeah um, simone, simone biles there's the simone biles chan- tangent basically so you know catching up on all the free britney stuff it's been odd and it's just like weirdly disturbing like i kind of understand how people before they think about it are like why do you care about this this is you know a 
like a celebrity person like who this isn't a serious issue but mm-hmm. then it's just kind of like i don't know man like hundred like a large number of people i don't really know like would just go and watch her perform in vegas and stuff and like none of that like did she ever have like like she didn't sign any contracts for that because she couldn't like it's messed up and we, like mm-hmm. everyone's sort of implicated in a way just because like she's sort of like for public consumption she's yeah. kind of like public property like when you're that again when you're that famous sure she's not really human as much as just a spectacle really yeah and so and it does shine the light on just the whole conservatorship rift like mm. um there's a documentary called the guardians or the guardian i can't remember uh that goes through how this played out in nevada it's mostly old people right um, yeah, yeah yeah another example is the guy from uh the beach boys brian wilson they're I've- talking yeah, no, I've been yeah. uh, I've been reading Helter Skelter, the true story of the Manson murders, and Dennis Wilson of the Beach Boys features prominently in that, which led me led me to read about the Beach Boys at large and the Brian Wilson thing. I've known about for a while. Like he, they, I think the thing was they would bring like sandboxes to his performance so he could play in the sand before he had to go out there because that like calmed him. Like they they. Had, they were they treated had to treat him like a child basically. He, um, had, he had a lot of mental health issues, but he also was like, yeah. But that was another thing where like he, um, he was forced into these positions of performing while probably not shouldn't be allowed to perform. Well, but I mean, also like I don't know, people around you treat you like you're crazy. Mm-hmm. And that you need like, don't you sort of I don't know, like conform to that? If if people around you treat you like you're crazy, then do you become even crazier? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Sure. I mean, like if they're like, oh, you can't perform without having a sandbox because you're too fragile and you're in this state, you know? Yeah. I guess I don't know. I mean, it just seems like it's a matter of they just in that position want to figure out a way to get you to just have to do whatever they tell you to do. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe he, I mean, it's, he did seem to have a lot of problems, but I, I just think his handlers kind of made him think that too. Like they're like, you're, Oh, you know? Oh, well there, I mean, yeah. If you have, if at that point, like with, with Brittany, like if you have handlers that are clearly profiting off of your perceived nutsoness, they will continue to make you feel like you are. It's, I think the term, what do we call that? Do we call that gaslighting, Zach? Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. Girl bossing. Gate, I mean, gate, I guess that keeping and gaslighting. Like that is the real sort of definition of gas. Like the original, the whole point of client gaslighting was like, it was this whole thing of um, actually, I don't know the exact story, so I can't go into it. But it, it did involve like <laughs> actually doing something, like turning a light on or off, mm-hmm. or making the light blink, on or off, or, or alternating from on to off repeatedly, um, and then telling the person like, "No, that's not happening. You're imagining it." Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I just think you can really teach people. You can if you treat people as being helpless and blah blah blah. I think that they'll they'll start to 
you know, kind of become that. So let's cut to uh, yesterday. Yeah. She posted the Instagram. Go, let's talk about, let's talk about her being Catholic now. Uh, The post has mysteriously disappeared, which is obviously our enemies trying to prevent her from being Catholic. Um, Yeah. So what do we go? Let's talk about, uh, Britney Spears' Catholicism going forward, Zach. How do you how do you see it? What do we got? What are we in store for? You know, I want to be optimistic and think hopefully that's true. She went to mass and uh, is Catholic now. I think it's probably worth um, saying that it could be a joke. Right. Or maybe, like, I guess it also could be like a dig at her sister. So... You know, let's let's be clear here. You know, let's not stake our faith on, you know, Britney's Catholic, I'm Catholic kind of thing. Yeah. Um, you know, because we don't know the deal there. But so she's posts a video. She's like in a sundress, like twirling around in her entryway, and she's like, "Oh, by the way, just got back from mass. I'm Catholic now. Let us pray." Yeah. I this okay. Despite pointing out that maybe you know. Maybe it's, I choose to think that, that she's, you know, Catholic or she wants to be and that, you know, the post being deleted, like I said, could be that, uh, she found out she has to complete RCIA classes before, you know, being received in the full <laughs> communion with the church. And so right. she took it down just to like, you know, finish, you know, finish taking instruction. Right. Yeah. No, she totally, yeah, that's a great one. Exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And so, you know, there's definitely that, that component. Um, but, you know, she posted that and I was like, you know, it's been a really rough year for uh, Catholics. Like most recently with that horrible motu proprio, like mm-hmm. literally any news story about. with the word Catholic anywhere in it has just been mm-hmm. a bad news story. Like right. I feel like morale is really low. Yeah. And like, if it's not, I, I you're just insane. I mean, there've been, you know, I mean, it's always the right time to be Catholic, but. You know, if yeah. that were ever not true, it's like, you know, um, but so, you know, it was a big like boost. I think, you know, uh, God's always kind of looking to draw people to himself and to like, you know, keep all of us in, in tune. So, you know, high profile conversions, I think are very cool and exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't think of any, you know, they were all the literary converts. Okay, here we go. In the 20th century, there were all these english um authors that became catholic um and you can buy kind of books of collected essays of them literary converts and maybe it's now it's going to be the pop the pop star oh nice yeah christina aguilera yeah mandy moore i've been passing those but i'm just kidding (laughs) um uh so yeah so maybe she's Catholic and maybe, you know, she'll get, you know, clearly need to do an annulment from KFED and maybe write the situation with her current BF. Um, mm-hmm. It'd be great to see. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, I mean, obviously somebody said you need to get out there and, and introduce her to St. Vitus. Hopefully that's mm-hmm. where she's going to go to mass. If she's going to mass in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Talk about people that would help free her from the conservatorship. Who? The the TLM Catholics in in Los Angeles. Oh, they would, yeah, they would love it. She Fighting would do, bunch. She would do so great there. She would thrive there. 
Um, yeah. Also, you mentioned to me earlier that it was the Freemasons who decided to. Oh, delete the post. That's that is the all. Okay, yeah. So there was the whole. Did she delete it so she could finish RCIA and then mm-hmm. you know beyond that maybe it was deleted by uh, by the Freemasonic uh, lodges. Yeah. You know. Uh, Jack Jack from the, Twitter, known Freemason. What? Just kidding. I don't know. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Well this was this was Instagram. So this is Zuckerberg. Oh. Um, oh Instagram. Right right right. Yeah. So, you know, it's all neither here nor there. The post is gone, though. But I don't think that means any. I mean, I delete tweets and Instagram stuff constantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, just some, some of those things are just for that moment. Sure. They don't live. Yeah. They have a they have a best buy date. And once that they expire and you just have to let them go. Yeah, and especially like if there's live events, you know, like I was watching the Olympics, you know, like I mentioned, and then Suni Lee had this crazy moment where it looked like she was about to fall off the balance beam, but she didn't. And it was crazy. I mean, it was crazy. She totally so I, just I tweeted, twisted that foot right around. I yeah, I'm like, I don't know how feet can do that. I, I mean, I know people love feet, and I'm starting to I'm starting to understand why. Um, <laughs> yeah, but there's, there's a big question mark before that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, you know, I post, you know, oh, Suni Lee with that save. Well, okay. Mm. Like that doesn't make sense to everyone that would see it. Right. Mm. So like, um, you know, that didn't need to stay up clearly. Um, so, you know, things get taken down. So we, we don't know, but it could have, so it could be the Freemasons. Um, it, it could be again that she took it down until she has a chance to complete instruction and be formally you know, received into the Catholic Church. Um, yeah. It could have just been that she wound it up for a day and she took it down. You know, it doesn't mean that she's not Catholic. Right. I choose to think that she is on her way. Yeah. I. I. That's what I choose to think as well. Does she have any previous religious ties that you know of? No, I have no idea. I mean, it's like she's from Louisiana, which they have a lot of Catholics, but I think her family was more of the like Southern Baptist type. Mm-hmm. Classic. Uh, but I don't, I don't think she's like known for having like it's it's not like a Jessica Simpson where her dad was a preacher type situation. Mm-hmm. Um, did we talk about how she got her first iPad today? Oh yeah, that was crazy too. So she's I- okay. She's never been allowed to have internet access or whatever. And everyone, mm-hmm. there's this crazy stuff on her phone that like people can change the numbers and they can intercept her messages and all this stuff. So she never really had that. And then she goes on and says she finally got an iPad and she's really excited. Do you have an iPad, Matt? Or do, you, do you have a tablet of any kind? I have had a few Amazon Kindle Fires, uh, but I don't really ever use them anymore. But like I just your use... first tablet, mm-hmm. it's cool, right? Sure, yeah, of course. Like you've got your screen you can carry around, and you it's got like apps on it. You can get on the internet, and you can watch Netflix. Like I remember the first time I went, like when the iPads first came out, I was in college. I remember going to, I remember if I went to Best Buy or if I went all the way to Penn Square to go to the Apple Store. 
but mm-hmm. I remember like looking at them and like testing it out and I was like this is so cool and then after that having to go back to just my phone being like wow my phone is tiny now like this like what is this you know it was a similar interface did you gasp um, gasped were you like um ah, ah or was that a gasp I don't know pretty much and then then I eventually got my so I waited for like not the first iPad but like the I think it was the third edition that mm-hmm. I got and like you get it and you're just like on top of the world I was like taking all my notes in it I was like taking it into class writing stuff down um it's very cool so I get that you know you can be 39 and really excited to have your first tablet they're very yeah. fun devices sure and it's a thing like it's her it's her uh it's hers right yeah basically like she, I just saw a tweet on the article I was reading that said she worked her entire life just to buy this iP- iPad right now. Like th- she that made... is bleak. What's up? I said that's bleak. That is depressing. Yeah, and that's kind of their point. They they said that's why they said that like that. Um. So, man, she's back, Zach. I know. You know, well, actually, is she? Well, I, I say she's back, but maybe we've never really known the real her. Maybe this is the first. You know, maybe she's not back. She's here. She's arrived. Whoa! Not back, but here. That's is wild. That, yeah. Um. So yeah, the, the uh, some good stuff. Some good stuff. Uh, I don't know anything else. You know, I mean, with that story, I think you know Brittany's Catholic. Everyone out there listening uh, should become Catholic. If you're not already Catholic, you know, do it. Um, it's a great idea. I recommend it. What do you think? Do you recommend it? Being Catholic? Yeah. Yeah, seems seems pretty great. Yeah, it's working well. It's working well, folks. It's working well. It's something um, that more and more people are talking about. It's been doing it's been doing great work and more and more people are talking about. Actually, over the past few months, it's becoming a thing that is doing some sort of work and more and more people are talking about it. How about yeah, that? Yeah, more yeah. Yeah. More and more. It's called we uh become a little Catholic. Uh April 6th. Wait a minute. April 6th. What's today? August, August 6th. 6th, bro. I, uh, I was looking for a saint of the week. Oh yeah. I thought we'd just, you know, tuck right back into that. Uh, today is the feast of the transfiguration. Um, it is. Yeah. Oh, dang. And according to the, I gotta, I gotta check, I gotta check my calendar. According to the calendar I just looked at, it says it's also the feast day of Pope Sixtus the First, who was the seventh bishop of Rome from one fifteen to one twenty four slash one twenty five. Kind of sketchy on the exact year he died. Um, it's like a, a solid nine years as pope. That's nice. 
they he's identified from serving as let's see 117 or 119 to 126 or 128 other people have him from 114 to 124 and one person claims that it was 114 to 128 but all the authorities agree that he reigned about 10 years apparently give or take four in some situation he instituted several catholic liturgical and administrative traditions uh, like most of his predecessors, he was believed to have been buried near Peter's grave on Vatican Hill. Uh, let's see here. He passed the following three ordinances. That none but sacred ministers are allowed to touch the sacred vessels. Okay. That bishops who have been summoned to the Holy See shall, upon their return not be received by their diocese except on presenting apostolic letters. That after, okay. after the preface in the mass, the it's priest It's like your shall... vaccine card anymore. What's up? It's like your vaccine card now. Mm-hmm. And then third, uh, that after the preface in the mass, the priest shall recite the Sanctus with the people. Oh, Nice. Butler's Lives of the Saints states that Clement X gave some of his relics to Cardinal de Retz, who placed them in the Abbey of St. Michael in Lorraine. The Sixtus, who is commemorated in the canon of the Mass, is Sixtus II, not Sixtus I. Womp womp. Uh, he was also I like that Sixtus I was the seventh pope. Like, There's a lot going on there. Yeah, Sixtus. So he was Sixtus plus one, and that was the... Uh, that was how you know that he was the seventh pope. Six plus one. He oh, was. Right. He was Mar. I just made that up. I never. I'm sure someone's pointing that out. Uh, I was going to say that he was martyred along with seven deacons, including Lawrence of Rome, but that was Sixtus the second. I can't actually find how Sixtus the first was murdered. Well, I'm sure it was great. I'm, I'm sure it was <laughs> very memorable. Yeah. For went all out, involved. Went out in a blaze of glory. All right, Zach. Uh, good work updating us on uh, Free Britney and all the great work you've put in throughout the years. Uh, yes. Yeah, anybody, if any famous people become Catholic, know that you'll hear about it from us. Exactly. Uh, as a As a final note, it's nice to be back. We don't know if we're going back week to week yet. Uh, we'll figure that out. But we just figured that this was obviously something that we had to talk about and that it would have been a humanity couldn't have gone on if there wasn't a podcast from us about this. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. We got to give people what they want. Got to give the people. If they, if they want more, we'll give them more. Exactly. All right, Zach. Uh, Good to talk to you. Good to talk to everybody. And we will talk to you soon. See ya.